Our second reading of the scriptures for today is in the first chapter of John, verses 35 through 51. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, there is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. His first found his brother and said to him, Have you found the Messiah? Which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethesda, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said to him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the, Philip, under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel, Jesus answered. Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? <clears throat> you will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Here ends the reading of the scriptures for today, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Growing up, my mother always made sure that there was bread and butter on the table. No matter what we were eating, there was always bread and butter on the table. And I can remember as a boy, how much I love spreading as much butter on my bread as I possibly could. I spread it out to, to the very edge of the bread and I enjoyed it so much. Now when my mother made homemade bread, now usually we ate store-bought bread, but sometimes she made homemade bread and boy, I'll tell you, that was even better to put all that butter 
on uh, her homemade bread. The bread tasted so much better, it uh, was so much more satisfying with all that butter on it. Well, it's been quite a few years now that I no longer put butter on my bread. Uh, when uh, I make eggs in the morning, I make toast, and I eat the toast dry. No butter on it. Go out to a restaurant where they have really good bread, and as I watch uh, Sherry spreading butter on the bread, I don't put any, any butter on my bread. Now there's a very simple reason why I don't, now I still love butter on bread. I, I have not given up the love of the taste of butter on bread. But the reason I do it is just one little way that I can say to my body, I'm not going to give you those ca calories. I'm not going to give you those calories. That's, that's the only reason I don't put butter on my bread, is to save my body of all those extra calories. I still love it. I just don't do it because I need to watch my weight. I need to watch my weight. Well, the church needs to be spreading the butter. We need to be spreading the butter. And what I mean by saying that is that we need to do all we can to help the people in our community uh, and, and to, to know Jesus and to help our own church grow. And we do that by spreading the butter. And of course, the butter I'm talking about here is the good news of the kingdom of God. Now, that kind of butter is something that everyone needs as much as possible. And you can load it on as thick as you want. We need to be spreading it as far and as wide as we possibly can. There's nothing, absolutely nothing bad about sharing that kind of butter. We look at uh, John's Gospel, and we read about uh, Andrew and, and Philip, and what did they do? What did Andrew and Philip do? They spread the butter. They spread the butter. After Andrew had met Jesus, he went to who? His brother Simon. And he said, come meet Jesus. You've got to meet this guy. So he, he did. Peter went to meet Jesus. And after Philip met Jesus... Jesus invited, uh, Jesus invited Philip to follow him, but then Philip encouraged Nathaniel to come meet this man. You got to meet this man. You just got to meet this man, Jesus. So you see, they were spreading the butter. They were sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with family members and friends. You know, butter is spread on bread to make the experience of eating the bread a lot more satisfying. And for those who need it, more rich in calories. And there are so many people around us who want or who need a more satisfying life. There are folks who need to understand that God forgives them. They are forgiven in Christ. And they can forgive themselves. They need to understand that. There are folks who need to know that God wants to give them a peace of heart and mind that no one else can give to them. Nothing, no pills, no experiences. But God can supernaturally give His peace in our hearts, a peace that we can't even comprehend why we have it. There are folks who need something to live for beyond 
making money and paying bills. They need to experience abundant life by living to the glory of God. There are folks who need to experience a source of power beyond themselves, power that enables them to do what they know is the right thing to do. There are folks who need to know that death is not the end. It's really the beginning of a much, much better existence with their creator. So you see, we in the church, we have the responsibility of spreading the good news of the value, the richness, the wonders of the kingdom of God. That's on you. That's on me. That's on everyone who's got the butter. We've got to spread it. How do we do that? How do we spread the butter? How do we share the kingdom of God? We begin by our willingness to pray. Really pray for the unchurched. We should all have a list of unchurched folks that we know. And we should pray regularly through that list of people. What did Jesus say? No one comes to me unless the Father draws him or her to me. Family members, neighbors, friends, co-workers, acquaintances should be on our list. And our prayer should be simply, Oh God, please draw so-and-so into a relationship with Jesus and with this church. I don't know how you do it, Lord. I don't understand how you're going to do it. But please be at work in their hearts and minds, drawing them to, to the Lord. To spread the butter of the gospel, prayer is the most important thing we can do. But also we need to relate to others. We trust God to help us think of ways to communicate with the people for whom we are praying. It may be a simple smile. Uh, it may be waving to them as we drive by a neighbor who's walking his dog and just being, just being friendly. It may mean writing a short note to a family member or a friend or giving them a call just to catch up for a few minutes and seeing what happens. Relating to people in simple ways is part of spreading the butter. We must also be available to help people through the storms of life because everybody's going to experience storms in the future. We pray for people, we, we relate to people, uh, and that opens a door for us to care for people. Sherry and I lived in Bradenton, Florida for 12 years, and we lived in the same neighborhood. And it was wonderful because we really could get to know our neighbors uh, there for all those 12 years. And we tried to be as helpful as we could be to our neighbors, and some really beautiful things happened as we related to our neighbors. One of our neighbors was told he was having some pain and trouble, and he went to the doctor, and they did a bunch of tests, and the, and the doctor said, you've got stage four cancer. And of course, he was scared to death, and his wife was scared to death, and we had befriended them, and we did everything we could, most of all praying, but just helping them with this and that and so forth. And I'm glad to say that today, the man is close to remission with his cancer. So along with praying for the on-church people around us, relating ourselves to them, caring for them when trouble comes their way, we must be willing to invite them to be involved with the life of the church. Hopefully our church. 
but if not our church, a church. This is the invitation that Jesus gave to Andrew and to John. And it's the same invitation we should give to the unchurched. Come and see. Come and see. Come, come and see. That's what Philip said to Nathaniel. He gave that invitation even though Nathaniel, when he heard that Jesus was from Nazareth, he made this sarcastic comment, Phew, can anything good come out of that backward, good-for-nothing small town? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip believed that if he could just get Nathaniel to meet Jesus, then everything would change in Nathaniel's life. The wonderful things would happen. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are to encourage people to call upon the Lord to exercise faith. You know, our main reason for spreading the butter is to help people. That has to be our, our absolute main reason, to help them know Jesus. Because whether they realize it or not, they need a relationship with Jesus. But they also need a relationship with a church. They need a relationship with a church. Uh, so we must spread the butter of the gospel if we want our church to continue to exist, quite honestly. If you and I don't pray for people, if we don't relate to people, if we don't care for people, if we don't invite people, there's a, there's a possibility that our church could die in the relative near future. The church may die because of our lack of willingness to do our job, to spread the butter, to share the kingdom of God with needy people around us. In one way or another, we must be saying to the people in our lives the same thing that John the Baptist said to those near him when Jesus simply walked by. Look, behold the Lamb of God. That's who we want to direct people's attention to, the Lamb of God. The greatest need that people you know <clears throat> have, the greatest need that people I know have, is the need to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. But the odd thing is that people may not realize their need. They have a real spiritual need, but it's not a felt need, necessarily. People need to be told of the very real spiritual needs that they have because they may not necessarily feel it. No, it's like the person who's got cancer, a dangerous cancer growing up, growing in within, within him. Now he may feel some pain, uh, a little bit of indigestion or sore muscles or have this uh, chronic cold going on or whatever and he kind of dismisses it, oh, it's nothing to be concerned about. When in reality, what the man needs is chemotherapy or radiation therapy or surgery to kill the cancer. But he's just really not aware of how great his need is. A doctor has to tell the man because the man can't figure it out all on his own. Most people need someone to help them understand the spiritual needs that they have. They can't necessarily figure it out on their own. That task of telling people about their spiritual needs is not just on the shoulders of pastors, by the way. 
It's the responsibility of every disciple of Jesus Christ. You see, churches grow, really grow, when everyone in it is committed to spreading the butter. Usually churches grow very little, if at all, when people in it believe that that's only the pastor's job to grow the church. We must remember that sheep bear sheep. Shepherds don't. Indeed, shepherds can't bear sheep. Now, of course, the pastor of every church is also a sheep. So the pastor of every church has the responsibility of bearing sheep. But every other sheep in the flock also has that responsibility of bearing sheep. If a church is to grow, its members along with the pastor must be willing to bear sheep, must be committed to spreading the good news of the kingdom of God to the people in their community. Listen to what, John, listen to what Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 4, beginning at verse 34. Uh, there we read, Jesus said to his disciples, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say, four months more, then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you, and see the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor, Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Jesus said to his disciples, look around. Look around you. Look at the people around you in your sphere of influence. There are souls for the harvest all around you. And you may say or do something for someone that will plant a seed and someone else will say or do something for that person and plant a seed. And then eventually the seed grows and it matures and there's fruit. But it may not be fruit that you'll ever see in that person's life. As Jesus says, you may, you may sow and others reap. Others sow and you reap. The important thing is to be sowing and sharing. Again, there are people around us, friends, relatives, associates, neighbors, for whom we can pray, we can relate to, we can care for, we can invite to Jesus and to his church. They will be richer because of our diligence, and we will be blessed along with our church. So, I don't know, do you want to join me? Do you want to join me in not putting butter on your bread? Do I have any volunteers to keep away a few calories? Any volunteers? I don't know. I'll probably going to continue not putting butter on my bread, even though I love to put butter on my bread. I'm trying to save myself some calories. But, whatever. May we never stop spreading the butter of the abundant life we have in Christ. That butter needs to be spread every day of our lives. Amen. Amen.